And now, live from Dining Room Studios in Hollywood, California, it's Thursday on the Allison Rosen is Your New Best Friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes her guests. She's an independent woman who gave us the good news that she wants to keep doing this. It's Jenna Kim Jones. He's a man who possesses a quirky knowledge of a variety of things. It's Hashtag Al. And he's a writer-producer who is off-putting to some, but possesses strong principles, which makes him off-putting to others as well. It's Greg Heller. Chef Jeff is here to show you how to make your cornbread extra corny. I'm her husband, Daniel, saying hop on board the love bus and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. little snickerdoodles it's me allison welcome to another exciting episode i would like to say hello to my guests hello greg heller hi allison hi jenna hey hey al hello hi daniel hi hi jeff hi allison i like your jacket did you have a fun time getting it fitted how are you doing with the girls do you need me to fit you for a new bra how are the girls <laughs> <laughs> so tired of my breasts being called the girls <laughs> at any sort of maternity store you like the ladies Yes, I like Ernie and Bert. <laughs> um, I think that was a joke I used in college. I don't remember the circumstances, but it's also possible. No, I, as I said it, I'm like, am I stealing someone else's joke? Has someone else named their ladies Ernie and Bert? But I really think that was my own. Not important. Moving I, on. I, I don't, don't. I'm not going to Google Ernie and Bert tits because <laughs> oh that's getting me on some I, list. I'm almost or that's going to show me something I don't want to see. I'm almost positive it was Madeline Albright. Okay, who was the first to say that? <laughs> if memory oh. serves. Then at least, yeah, it's, I'm in good company. Right, it might have been Mike and Ike. I don't what know where do that you, was. What do you think Madeline Mike Albright Mike. names her tits? <laughs> good and plenty. <laughs> I can't really remember if she's heavy up top. I don't remember that much about what Madeline Albright's breasts look like. Al, oh, yeah, with Laurel and Hardy. <laughs> Solid C's. I don't know. <laughs> what would be a good name for flat breast, though? Like Flap and Jack? Mm. Uh, uh, Think about it. If something comes up. I feel like I shouldn't say. Oh, that means you have a good one. <laughs> no, I don't have any good ones. But even if I did, I feel like I shouldn't say. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's mean. could. Is, is it mean? Well, I don't know. No. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. It depends what it is. We're not talking about a specific person. We're yeah, just, we're just, just in general. This is just under the category of funny, potentially candy-related names for breasts. Well, big ones candy. should be called good and plenty, right? If we're going with candies? Sure, yeah, that works. All right, I'm slaying over here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just workshopping some of this stuff on the show. <clears throat> International House of Pancakes? <laughs> Let's come back to it. Yeah. Okay. Well, this is we love all body types here on the Allison Rosen show. So listen, you we don't make fun of who anybody. in my dream was having an affair with someone that you work with again. Another one? Yes. What? Another Dear pregnancy. Dream. There's a there's a new show on USA where you can enter someone else's dreams. How? Why can't I enter your your dreams? Are so much better than mine. Well. I never saw the person. I just know. And by the way, again, in this pregnancy dream, it was not that you were having sex with the person. So the dreams for you wouldn't be that good. But you were 
very infatuated with her. It was a mutual infatuation. There was a lot of flirtation going on and it was noticeable to everyone that you worked with. So noticeable that I was having a conversation with someone that you worked with about what was going on. Mm-hmm. And I, and my solution was, can you find a statue or figurine of a baby like wagging its finger, looking judgmental and put it in its, his eye line. <laughs> Judgmental baby. <laughs> yeah, because I'm like, he, he needs to be reminded that he's got a I'm baby pregnant. on the way. Yes. <laughs> so what did the coworker look like? I don't know. I feel like she probably had red hair. And mm-hmm. I feel Go like on. she also was wearing a coral shirt, like the color of Al's shirt. <laughs> red hair, coral shirt. I've got like an orange coral association mm-hmm. with her. Interesting. She was fiery. She was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a lot of red. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's just the flagrancy with which you guys were like, I doctor professor bitch, <laughs> enjoying each other's company. Right in front of you. No, right in front of all your coworkers who told me about it. Oh, How yeah. dare you? But once again, it's like that same thing <laughs> where it's not just a like hit it and quit it kind of thing. It's a it's a stay and play. <laughs> yes, it's an That's the opposite of hit it. I've lost him. Mm, He's now it. addicted to this <laughs> other new person. Set it and forget it. You're, you're much. <laughs> you're much more afraid of me being taken by by a new gal than you sleeping with a new gal you know daniel you mess around with a woman Mm. by on in your private time that's an insult to allison you do in front of your co-workers that's an insult to you (laughs) (laughs) and my family my whole family yeah including unborn baby on the way the judgmental babies there they should make judgmental baby statues it's actually a great idea to put yeah Yeah. pregnant women on that can put them on their husband's cubicle yeah disapproving look in the eyes Yeah. yeah You're like, I don't know. If you're, come on, dad. Should you, should you be eating that? <laughs> yeah. Be the dad your unborn child thinks you are. <laughs> um, okay, so lots to get to in this episode. We've got Swedish fish Oreos for snack chat, which I'm very excited to try, even though they've been universally panned. Um, Jeff has a journal entry, <gasps> which I am all, very excited to hear. Um, all sorts of stuff to talk about. <laughs> Want to remind you guys... Patreon page is up. That is patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. All sorts of rewards and um and there's always another word I say with rewards. What is it? Treats? Bonus bonuses. Bonuses. Bonus bonus content? Yeah, and I feel like rewards bonus. and surprise I don't know. I've lost my other word. Gigas. <laughs> Brick a brack. I think Chachki. there's rewards and miscellany. Um but people at the ten dollar level just I just became friends with them from my personal Facebook account because I'm going to use Facebook Live for the first exclusive live interactive live stream. Just trying it out. Might go to a different way to live stream next time. Um, but I got to put them all into a group to make it exclusive. Hence, I am now Facebook friends with all of them and people at the $25 level. Um, Daniel and I just received one of the things that will be in your in your official fan club package and we're very excited about it so mm-hmm. i will i'll keep you guys posted on patreon and like the timeline of all that stuff so again patreon.com slash allison rosen um if you're gonna buy something on amazon i wonder if they have swedish fish oreos maybe perhaps they do find out click through the banner on my website allisonrosen.com it helps out the show it doesn't cost you anything extra thank you for your amazon support and also we will be at the la podcast festival september 24th which is a saturday at noon 
You can buy tickets at LAPodFest.com. And if you can't make it there in person, you can get access to the live stream. You get the whole festival live stream to you and use my promo code ROSEN and you get a discount. Um, So there'll be a link in the episode summary and I've also tweeted out the link, but you can also just go to LAPodFest.com and use the promo code ROSEN. And also, by the way, we'll get to the show in a moment. I just got to do my It's been a long show already. (laughs) I know, but it's been one of the best ones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, every week I've been meaning to say this and I keep forgetting. People who've sent stuff to our P.O. box, which is not technically a P.O. box. It's at the UPS store, but that's beside the point. Um, thank you so much. I have received it and I have loved it and you guys are the best and thank you so much. And I've been meaning to say thank you, but I keep forgetting. Um, so if you have sent us something to our P.O. box, it's not technically a P.O. box. Thank you very much. And confidential to one person, if you're the person who sent us whiskey stones and those silver coffee beans to keep your iced coffee cold but not melty, do me a favor and email me because I can't find your letter. Hence, I, you sent the nicest letter with it, and now I can't find it. So I don't know what your name is to thank you, but I want to thank you so for that. So if anyone wants to send us organization uh, <laughs> tools. <laughs> that is actually what we need. I Use have a system. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Al, we're yes. going to hire you to come over. Now, let's get to the important stuff. I've got a question for the cat owners at the table. Mm. Daniel and I were talking about Garfield, as we sometimes do. It's, it sounds like a joke, and it is. However, you'd be surprised how frequently we talk about Garfield. That's what we should name our kid. Um, <laughs> Garfield Quants, that would be a solid name. That's kind of Garf- a cool name, actually. I Garf- prefer Odie. Yeah. Oh, Odie's cute. Odie Quants. Odie's a good dog name. Nermal. Nermal, yeah. Nermal. Was Nermal the little cat? This He's is the Nermal. little cat that they kept trying to ship to Abu Dhabi. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> Oh would, so, <laughs> would a cat eat lasagna? No, not unless you covered it in tuna. Um, it depends on the cat. Would your cat eat lasagna? One of them definitely would. <laughs> they, they, it's always a question mark, though, because there are things that I think one of them will eat and then the other one doesn't and vice versa. But but they both enjoy each other's vomit, yes? No, one only enjoys the other one's vomit. Okay. <laughs> so cats aren't like that. Like with Wendy, it's like, would Wendy eat blank? The answer is yes. Yes. No, cats, my experience has been that cats are generally extremely finicky. Yeah. Extreme. My cat, if there's ants anywhere near his food, he won't eat his food. Does your cat do that? No, my cat would eat the food and also the ants. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, you'll go get him. I'll give him a bunch of tuna from one can. He'll eat the whole can. And then you'll get him salmon from another can. He won't touch it. He's super, super Interesting. finicky. Hmm. What, what about Mondays? How are your cats about Mondays? <laughs> <laughs> they, they don't seem to be able to distinguish between days. They're just as lazy yeah. on Monday as they are on Sunday. Okay. Jeff? <laughs> yeah, it's all one day to them. I, yeah. they, don't, they have no idea. Yeah, they can't tell. They can't see the calendar from the floor either. <laughs> <laughs> so then this idea that Garfield loved lasagna really was fiction. Hmm. Maybe. I think he I think a cat would eat lasagna, but I don't it I think that's part of the joke is that it's it's a little off. It's not something you think right. like that's oh that's a go to. It's not oh he loves tuna sandwiches or That's what we were wondering. Like is the joke that cats don't like lasagna? And it's that's not that they he, hate it, but it's it's a very it's it's a little off the mark of what you would Huh. typically expect the cat to love. In general, they're into fish, yes? Fish, meat. My yeah, one, one, chicken. My one cat, yeah, chicken. My one cat eats vegetables. He likes uh, salad. He likes leafy greens. <laughs> That's so cute. Yeah, it's very cute. My is cat it, loves fresh rats. 
<laughs> loves to just eat it. Head, headless rat. Yeah, just loves to bite a rat's head off and then eat its guts. Birds, Ugh. lizards. But I've seen him eat like the belly of a rat. Ooh, man. And well, that's the best you... part. What? Ah! <laughs> rat belly. Yeah, I've seen him like really gut stuff. Yeah, they like that stuff. It's they're full hunters. of gutty goodness. Yeah, they're hunters. Ick. I'm going yeah. to buy a lasagna now and see if my cats eat it. Just for scientific uh, discovery. Hmm. Jenna, you look like you're about to say something. No, one time, this is some, well, it's similar to what we're talking about. One time, my mom's dog caught a mouse, not party girl, her old lab, Ebby, caught a mouse, brought it inside, and my mom's like, she's just been playing with this thing all day. And she didn't know what it was, but she noticed Your mom didn't? Or? My mom had no oh. idea, but Ebby was like playing with it, and my mom couldn't tell what it was. And she, it was late. It was like late at night. And so she played with it all night long. And then that morning she had like laid it out all dead and disgusting and mangled like right in front of my mom's bed. Oh my like God. right where she was waking <laughs> up. Nice. Like, I got this for you. I I've did this it. for you. And that's, she was so proud. Yeah, that's cool. That's a, that's cool. <laughs> I'm serious. It's so charming. <laughs> that's a thing that cats do often. I don't think of dogs doing that, but, but maybe... She was a lab. It. Maybe it's like a Retriever bigger thing. dog. Yeah. 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 My cat Mittens did that with a uh, baby rabbit, but <gasps> she brought it in live. And then did the cat it? was just like going crazy in the house. Like, why is this cat like running all over? And there was just like a little bunny running around her house. What oh. happened to the bunny? Uh, we got him outside. We oh, caught good. him and released Saved him Saved the bunny. Yeah. yeah. Mittens. 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 Uh, <laughs> That's pretty cute. <laughs> Would Mittens have little... tried lasagna? Uh, I don't. My mom's lasagna is really good. I don't know. Yeah, probably. It is pretty probably. good. Yeah. You know? Do you know what recipe. kind of cheese your mom uses in her lasagna? We use a that's mix. My big news. I made a lasagna. I Chips. saw I it. It, it looked good. Instagram. It was very good. I was fully domesticated. Um, I've never done that before. Never. But I actually really enjoyed it. I enjoyed just how immersive it uh, said I said that as if there was an E in front of it. It was just very distracting and kind of therapeutic in a way because like I really didn't think about anything other than just cooking for the they time they say that, that about all it. kinds of house chores <laughs> <laughs> I don't buy it this is called nesting Allison yeah, you are exactly full on nesting yeah. but now I want there I want to use different meat and different cheese than the recipe that I followed so I'm just wondering Al what was your family's recipe of uh, cheese Do you we'll know? give you the the Moss family recipe, My, but it's yeah. a five cheese blend. Like an Italian oh, cheese wow. blend. It's yeah. delicious. Uh, it actually yeah. comes in a package. We use cottage cheese, too, instead of I use ricotta. cottage cheese. That's, mm-hmm. that's the big secret. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I used, but I want to try ricotta next time, or maybe okay. a mix. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Then, I usually do a 50-50. Yeah, you could do that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then spicy Italian sausage. Yeah. I used um, hot breakfast sausage and ground beef but i want to use italian sausage next yeah, time yeah because mm. i think it it was actually very good daniel back me up was it good? yeah it was okay, thank it you it was very good <laughs> i said that already. He's my hype man um <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah See, I felt like daniel <laughs> potentially missed a few of the flavors that would be an italian sausage yeah, yeah. i would say that will take it up a notch mm-hmm you know what I should have mentioned when we were talking about things that cats and dogs would eat? BarkBox. BarkBox is amazing. Alice Rosen's new best friend is supported in part by BarkBox, a monthly package of four to six natural treats and super fun toys curated around a surprise theme. Um, so I love BarkBox. 
Wendy loves the items that were in this month's Bark Box. There's one toy in particular that she is nuts for, and I'm so happy that we have it now because when I give it to her, it's the the bone, the, the bone yeah, yeah, with the little like refill treaty things that you put on it. Because mm-hmm. I give it to her, and she's totally obsessed with it, and um, it buys me some time yeah. if I just need a little a little Wendy break, and she needs something super entertaining. So um, I love it, and I wouldn't have have found it on my own. Um, and then also there's there's another toy in there, the little man that squeaks, the swimmer yes. that she loves. Um, Olympics themed. <laughs> yes. Uh, so it's awesome. It's just, and it arrives right at your door and it's super easy and it's a nice thing for your pet. Um, and if your dog doesn't like something in the box, they'll send you something that uh, your dog will love for free. So, and every month BarkBox picks the best all-natural treats made in the USA or Canada and innovative toys to match your dog's unique needs. Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Listeners can get a free extra month of BarkBox when you sign up for a 6 to 12 month plan. Just visit BarkBox.com slash BFF when you subscribe. That's BarkBox.com slash BFF. Okay. So what's going on, you guys? This is where I, I, I um, I'm opening up the floor. What's you, going on? You know, it's oh. nice. Wendy mm-hmm. just got back from a walk. It's nice that dogs don't get real sweaty. It is nice. They can't you know? sweat. They don't have sweat glands. I think nasty. I read that or heard that. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, what was the question? It's, oh my! It was, <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> we can get back to the structure if this one is is if you're, if you're choking on the freedom. A little open ended. Well, I, I yeah, well, I think we were all just Jenna. Something going on. Uh, I've just been writing jokes at my house, just being a boring old joke writer. How are you feeling about the new set? It's not quite there. Yeah, I'm feeling just okay about it. How is Al feeling about it? Uh, She is right on the project plan that I drove up up for her. And Which that I'm is not even kidding. 100 percent true. Where are we? Where like at what point of the project plan is this? We're like 75 percent complete, uh, but we're on target. So complete. it was like she needs nine funny minutes by this day so, uh, or whatever? Yeah, so what I did is I said like, okay, by July 31st, I need to have 15 minutes of solid comedy. And then by August 8th, you need to have another 30. And so August 14th, <laughs> 15th was her date to have a solid 60 minutes. And she ha- she has that. So, And what it'll do is it'll probably reduce as she tightens it up. It'll right. reduce to like a solid, really good 45 minutes. Now, Jenna, yeah. having this project plan. Do yeah. you feel loved and supported or are you like, okay, dad? <laughs> uh, I am, I have, I think four years ago when we first got married, I would have said, stop trying to project manage me. <laughs> uh, and yes. now I think with how like crazy life is and having a baby and being just used to his personality, I get it. And I go like, yeah, okay, I can handle that I'm because an, I need. I'm an acquired taste. You, know? <laughs> you really, you really got to. <laughs> I don't yeah yeah I just think yes four years ago when we first got married there was like a couple of months when we were first married when I was like oh my gosh he just has to have a plan for everything and then I got used to it and now I kind of appreciate it because I know it comes from like a very loving yeah like yeah. it's just how he functions mm-hmm. so even though in my mind I'm like well I'm just gonna write however I want so and- for listeners who don't quite know um you are doing an you're, oh yes! You're doing an all new set and recording it in a in a like week. a week and a half, right. or a week from almost a week. Yeah, when this comes out. Yeah, so yeah. That, that's why you are doing all this. Correct. Yeah. So, and it kind of was spur of the moment, and I like took this gig somewhat unprepared. So I'm really working extremely hard right now. Uh, anyway, so Al's been really helpful, and 
there's a little part of me that goes like, yeah, he has a project plan, but it's my life and I'll just, you know, like, if I don't follow it exactly, what's going to happen? Nothing. And how can you tell if Al truly thinks something is funny? Would Al tell you, like, that's that joke is shit? Yeah, he would. He would? Uh-huh. Absolutely. Oh, totally. Probably not yeah. in those words. So when you say <laughs> solid comedy, who's the judge of the, the it being solid? Uh, that was purely my opinion. So you're the judge of the solid comedy. She might come to you and say, I've got 15 minutes of solid comedy, and you're like, that's about seven minutes on the on the he top would. Side. He would, yes. you guys. It is, we have a very... At this point, I feel like I need people to be that honest with me in my career, and so I appreciate. I go like, no, don't sugarcoat it. I can handle yeah. it. Well, there's a, there's a difference between being honest and straightforward and being a jerk and being rude, right? Mm. To say like... <laughs> Wait, hold like, on. I'm just going to write some of this down. <laughs> <laughs> never so been it, able to yeah. master this. So I think Jenna and I have cultivated a relationship of saying like, listen, I'm going to tell you honestly what I think, but don't overreact. This is just what I'm thinking. And I could be wrong, but let's talk about it. And then you just say what you're thinking or say what you feel. I did Josh Wolf's podcast this week, which was really fun. Um, and he and I were talking about that. And he was saying that like the main thing that he wants in an agent or manager, like his represent- representation, is that they will tell him the truth like instead of saying you know after an audition mm-hmm. oh yeah man they loved you and then you never hear from them like he needs someone to just be direct with him mm-hmm. and then i was saying that you know i think when i was young i really valued niceness and someone who would never hurt your feelings but as i get older i realize no i value someone who can handle the potential discomfort that comes from being honest. And I don't mean being a jerk because there's all sorts right. of areas. There's all sorts of subjective areas where someone's like, I'm just telling it like it is. And it's like, no, you're being an asshole. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But there's also all sorts of areas where you do appreciate honesty, but it can be uncomfortable for the person who's delivering the honest news. I think the so, key totally. is, is being constructive. It's the spirit with which someone is. If someone's just like, "Oh, I don't like it," and they're just being critical, yeah, that's sometimes harder to take. But if they're, you know, trying to help you be better, then I, I'll always take that. I'm always fine with that, right? Or gotcha fault finding. That's yeah. That's the easy go to that everybody does. It's like, well, you found you. I made a mistake or I made a fault. It's like, well, great. That's not productive. I can't do anything with that information. Right. The thing where people are like, oh, that was great, and then it isn't, I feel like, you know, with agents and stuff, it's like, well, someone like that, they're going to ride you till you fail and then drop you. And when you say, no, I want someone who's being honest, that's what you're saying is I want someone, I'm enlisting someone in trying to make this really work, Mm -hmm. you know? So so instead of talking behind my back or just saying, oh, yeah, that guy, that sucked, he blew that meeting. You know, come to me and then we can make it better and then have an actual career. I do think, Greg, back, tell me if you agree with me. I'll <laughs> I will. Back okay. me up, but you have, you have free, free will here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> having done a bunch of TV shows, I think if you, or having been a guest on a bunch of TV shows, at the end though, if you ever say like, how did I do? Or even if you don't say it, all the producers who are like, great job, that's just perfunctory. Like they will never, if you feel like you didn't do well, they will never agree with you. Even if they don't think you Yeah, I mean, well. it depends on what kind of show it is. But like at, at a rehearsal, I often tell people they didn't do well so mm-hmm. that they can... I wouldn't say it that way. But yes, in the types of shows that you've been on, particularly in panel shows, pe- people have no reason to ever say anything besides you did great. Right. Mm-hmm. Also, yeah. once it's in the can, the, at that point, say it's good. Like is it, if it's beforehand and you can improve it, then give me constructive feedback. But once it's published or once it's 
aired or whatever, then you know you don't have to be as critical. <laughs> it's like I can't do anything about it at that point. Yeah. There was one time I was doing a voiceover for The Daily Show. And I was backstage and I was with John, but I was backstage just looking at him on a monitor and I, I said my first line, he said his line, got a big laugh or whatever. And then I said my line and got a big laugh. But I was, I was like, I had been doing comedy for like a few months at this point. I was like super new. I was just a PA, like I didn't know what I was doing. And I didn't, I like delivered my next line without waiting for the laugh to finish. And it kind of like messed up the rhythm a little bit. And I remember like feeling, oh gosh, I blew it. And overall the bit was fine and it worked and John was happy and it was great. But then I remember walking backstage and and I like wasn't happy, you know. And uh, one of the correspondents was like, hey, you did pretty good. And I was like, oh, thanks. I really, I don't, there was one part that really bothered me. And he's like, oh, you know, when you didn't wait for the laugh and you like messed it up. And I was like, <laughs> yes. And it actually was like, so I was so happy that he like confirmed it to me. It was one of those moments where in the, I was so glad someone was like, yeah, you, it wasn't perfect, but here's, and then I like learned from it. And I remember thinking like, this is like a once in a lifetime experience, learn from it and take notes because all these people clearly know what they're doing. And it was, it was really cool, but I just remember thinking like, oh my gosh, it was crazy. Yeah. Really crazy. I think so often we know what's wrong with it. We do. Yeah. So, usually. So I, I, I don't mind someone affirming, like you say, mm-hmm. it's, it's when like I um, wrote the Spider-Man comics and the, the last one I wrote was actually the first one that was published. And it was one I, I had like three days to write it. So it was just rushed and, and there were all these problems that I didn't have time to do a good job with it. And I put it out there and it, and it was very exciting because it got published and my you know childhood friend who was a big Spider-Man fan, he went out and bought it with his son and it was just like, I was just excited that I was finally published and I was like, hey man, you know, like what'd you think? And he's like, you know, I just have to be honest with you. Oh no. <laughs> My it really. Just he's like, it really isn't very good, <gasps> and it's just like, oh, all right, man. dick. Like, I knew it wasn't good. You yeah. could have just said, "I'm so excited for you that you got published." Like, I know what the problems are. <laughs> you right. don't have right. to be the voice of reality all the time. Agreed. You know, totally. Like, focus on the positive. <laughs> I'm not going to live in some weird fantasy world where all my faults are are not seen. Anyway, <laughs> I have, you did ask. What did you think? Yeah, I mean, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I, I, well, no, I don't know that I actually did ask oh, what you think. Okay. I think he volunteered that information. Sure. To be honest no. with well, you, that, I that think, is different. Yeah, it, it was a long time ago. <laughs> I, but yeah, uh, like yeah. A douche. I remember when when our when my band put out our big like record that was supposed to be our big break record. And what I was, was still it, called? A, and what it was, it was just self titled, and I was still a music journalist at the time. So I sent it to all my music journalism buddies. I was like, "Fucking review this." And there was one woman in particular who worked for a big publication at the time who had promised me if she liked it, she would give it a, a review. And I called her, her name was Denise, a week later, and I was like, what did you think? And she goes, I'm not going to review it. I'm not going to publish a review of it. Ugh. And there was like this long pause, and she goes, I just want you to know, though, that no matter what happens, nobody can take away from you the fact that you wrote these songs and you recorded these songs, and that's something that can never be taken away from you. 
Did that make you feel better? I felt terrible. Yeah, I don't <laughs> I know about terrible. that one. It was sort of like her yeah. way of saying, like, you did something, <laughs> and that's something that you should be proud of, but I felt, I, like, carried it with me forever. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah she's wrong. The legacy, obviously, of that band endures, but... <laughs> what, what was the name of that band? <laughs> I kind of don't want to talk about it, actually. Really? Why? Mean, Do you not want us to Google? Yeah, I don't want us to look it up. Um, it's not that I'm embarrassed of any of it, but, like, I'm not, actually. I think we wrote some really good songs. I just kind of don't want it to be a thing on the show. Is that weird? No. Well, but if you say the name, will it become? You a can thing? use one of my band names. Yes, Shake, Shake and Not Stirred. Shake and Not Stirred. Uh, that's one of our band names. <laughs> <laughs> Check the turt. Um, but oh my god, I'm having to like rest myself away from this out of respect for you're not wanting it to be a thing. I understand. I, so badly, I get his point. But I but I I guess I just don't understand why. What would the name do? Or would it be a thing that would become a thing? I don't know. It might be a thing that would become a thing. I'm super proud of a lot of the music that we recorded and stuff. I just like don't want it to be a thing again. Does that make sense? Okay. If she had reviewed it positively, would it be a thing? Let's ask Jeff if this makes sense. Jeff, does this make sense? Yes. Okay. Thank you. Yes. Jeff, for all matters of privacy, Jeff is the barometer. <laughs> <laughs> privacy, other people's privacy never makes sense to me. <laughs> I'm confounded all the time. <laughs> okay. So that, we, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. You, no, you go ahead. I was going to say, that band had one success, which, which was that we have a song on an episode of Grey's Anatomy. Oh, that's really cool. And we made more which money. Which season? I think it's season six. I've never seen it. Oh, okay. We'll just go look up all the bands. We that were made in six. more <laughs> money in two minutes of being on that show than we did in five years as a band. Ooh. Yeah, I've always wow. wondered like how. It was a lot of. Is it money. a ridiculous amount? It was of a money. lot, of, and I was when I wrote the song when I was twenty-two, and I was such a magnanimous moron that I split credits with everyone in the band because I oh. thought that was the right thing to do. Oh, Greg! And literally, <laughs> no disrespect if any of you were listening. I love you guys. I wrote the fucking song in my bedroom, hmm. and when I got the first check, I just remember thinking. They're all opening the same check. And <laughs> I get a check every six months still. Or maybe still, eight months. Wow. Yeah, at least until I, I did until recently. And every time I get one, I'm like, oh my God. I can't believe our bass player is opening this fucking check right now. Yeah. Don't do that. If you, wrote, <laughs> if you ever write into Allison about, should I give everyone credit? If you wrote the song, take the credit. Al, did you guys split? We, did you have a publishing deal? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Shaken Not Stirred, we didn't last very long. And... Uh, <laughs> But uh, let's see, Aisle 9, we did okay. We agreed, like, hey, if anyone gets famous, we'll share it. So no one did. Oh, you would all hate no. each other. Shaken, not stirred, yeah. stirred was rock. Yeah, it was punk. Punk? Yeah, go figure. Was it yeah, emo? Were you guys emo? No, no, it was like kind of pop punk, kind of Blink-182. A lot of octave kind of. chords? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. if I hear, when I hear Shaken, not stirred, I, I think lounge music. You would think. No, no, we were, you know, when you're in ninth grade, you don't really know how to name a band, you know. Uh, other options were Mach 5, the wow. Edgar Allan Poets, <laughs> and Steel Wool Afro. Nice. So. See, we split all our our publishing as well. And I remember being like, are we sure we want to do this? Because <laughs> there's certain songs that I wrote. <laughs> right. But, and certain ones that other people wrote too, you know. And I remember... But it was kind of that one for all sort of thing that I think yeah. bands yeah. really get into. Is it a way to happens. like? Is it a way to prevent breaking up in the future? Like we're going to make this and yeah, we're going to share everything so that there's no. No, the opposite is actually true. Yeah, really. Like I think in most bands, you know who is doing a lot of the songwriting, and I think actually 
designating that position is better for a band dynamic than pretending that you're all on equal footing. It did not work out for NSYNC. <laughs> I can tell you that much. Well, I remember a friend of mine at the time who I was talking about it with was like, eh, you can, you can always write more songs. But It's just that you? easy. <laughs> <laughs> There's cold comfort in that. Grey's Anatomy. You know, I used to, like the first three seasons, I bought the soundtracks. Did you for really? The, that show because I thought the music was so good. It was good. And now, ugh, I have to find this out. You a, bought him a pair of shoes. I did. <laughs> Wasn't there a song by a band called Sap, P-S-A-P-P, and all the background noises in the song were taken from um, the audio of plastic surgery? <gasps> I don't know, Greg, were they? Do you know about that? <laughs> no. It doesn't sound familiar. Sorry, I immediately started thinking about the band Carcass and all their songs about operating on people in surgery. But no, I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. Well, I don't think I made it up. I believe it exists, but I don't know. I could be wrong. Let's... Oh, do we have the TV time jingle? And also, do we have the Hooray for You jingle? It's about to get jingle heavy. I've talked about TV for just a minute. Yes. TV time. 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 Just a quick shout out to two shows, because as a pregnant person, I do a lot of nothing. Uh, I took two naps today. Um, But in the midst of my nothing, I watch a lot of TV these days, and I got super into Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Have you seen it? Yes. I loved it. Yes. It took me about three quarters of the way through all the episodes, not each individual episode, but it took me till like episode 12 of the 18 episodes or whatever. Um, I guess that'd be two thirds. To really be into it but then i was so into yeah. it and now i'm so bummed that it's over i know season uh, two is coming out soon yeah yeah and then also recently discovered difficult people i'm very late to it um and part of the reason is do you guys know who julie klausner is mm-hmm. she's the woman in difficult people it's it's so funny it is such a good show it is bringing me so much joy however there was a she has a pod she's a journalist and has a podcast and there was this big New York Times article about her years ago and I was like um when it came out yes and I was like why is there like why is there not a New York Times article about me I'm a podcaster mobile and I I actually I don't know if this was the genesis of this song but this song explains how I feel I see that you've done something that I really want to do hooray for you and now you're getting kudos while I sit here getting strewn hooray for you so very happy that this fortune came your way I didn't mean to say you don't deserve to have your day However, you'll forgive me if I feel compelled to say well, hooray for you That is Trap Dog interpreting my feelings when something good that I wanted happens to Ooh. someone else Is that, have we heard that song before ever? We have, I've but heard not, it It's been a I've long time yeah. yeah I don't whip it out that yeah. often Because it, it, um, it uh, it's always it always follows like me talking about super small shitty petty feelings that I'm not proud of having. So anyway, I think I had this weird resistance to the show, and I feel like such an idiot now because it's so good. So I recommend everyone watch it. Yeah, it's funny. That's with Billy Eichner, right? Yes, mm-hmm. it's really funny. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's hear some of Jeff's journal. I'm up
foreigner sounding. Sounds like foreigner. It's a, yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. I think cover. it almost sounds exactly like foreigner. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Um, now, Jeff this looks is, like he wants to throw up. Yeah, this is, is such a colossally horrifying exercise. I love it. <laughs> yeah. It's really the worst thing. <laughs> yeah, it's it's terrible. terrible. It's so bad. And it's a crusty uh, notebook from 1989. Ooh. Ooh. It's a small spiral notebook. Although that's the size of the notebooks that I use pretty much. Okay. Is that yeah. the artwork from Sweeney Todd? Yeah, I don't know. It's I think so. For those of you who cannot be in Dining Room Studios, I would just like you Which to know that the, all the, listeners. the act of watching the people <laughs> read their journal is like 90% of the joy. Yeah, Allison and I were texting after I got done making the first pass through it, and I said, and we were discussing the horrifying feeling, and I said, the only thing I can liken it to is when you're at a birthday party and you eat too much supermarket birthday cake. <laughs> That's what it feels like, because it's not angst it's not anger it's not ennui it's just this kind of slow burn like yucky feeling yucky in your tummy. Tummy. <laughs> yeah. I, I I have like a very vivid picture of watching Jenna read hers and it was so like oh I know what that's like and it's so awesome to watch someone be that <laughs> embarrassed it was great so with, with that said Jeff yeah <laughs> well I start off on a good note so my journal starts in 1989 <laughs> And Jenna, were you born yet? We were, we were three. three. Oh. oh, my God. I meant, it, I meant it as a joke. I didn't. What a horrifying Lovely. answer. Oh, I don't think I, I'm sorry. I won't. I don't think I'll get to any of them in this in this version of it. But there were tons of completely dated of the time 80s references. They were just totally brutal. But I have to say my journal starts off on a good note. I named the journal <gasps> and I gave it what I thought was a hilariously ironic sarcastic name volume one the salad days in the land of milk and honey (laughs) (laughs) that's pretty funny come on (laughs) where are you jeff when you're writing any idea can you Uh, you table set yes i'm living in west philadelphia in a crappy row home paying 183 dollars a month for rent in college so this was first or second second year of college second or third it's quite affordable rent it was so cheap I hated my life, but boy, was that rent cheap. <laughs> so this is college. This is college. So there's much consternation here about me having tinnitus. So my ears have been ringing for roughly a week now. I'm most certain I have cancer. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. My whole head kills and even my teeth are starting to ache. I can feel old age, old age looming over me. It should come relatively naturally to me as I don't remember anything anyway. <laughs> Everything seems loud, and Athena's sheer loudness causes me great discomfort. Athena was one of my roommates at the time. Oh, and she was sheerly loud. <laughs> yeah, she's she's uh, I'm still good friends with her. She's a uh, she's a spirited gal, <laughs> shall we say? I love her. There are little things of my day, and then just funny aside. So here's my hilarious aside: funny band names, Gravy Train, mm-hmm. <laughs> Donahue with umlauts over all the vowels. <laughs> <laughs> I could go for some hot chocolate in a big way right now. Wait, that's a band name? No, that's just oh, okay. that's, that would be the name of our album. But yeah, that was that was a thought that was so interesting that it had to be. You had recorded. to write it down. Yeah, yeah. I kind of like the band name it. Donahue. Yeah, it yeah. up. I wonder if I'm going to burn this book in two months. <laughs> <laughs> I wondered about how I never save old stuff. I mean, there's some really major shit that's been sitting around forever, but it seems like I have this major fear of nostalgia or something. Mm. E was at my party this weekend. I was totally enamored with her. We were hanging out and being all touchy-feely, and there was some major kismet going on. (laughs) 
And then she left. Yes. Re- <laughs> it must be true. Then she left really abruptly and early with R when she could have gone a ride home with lots of other people. It was probably a drug thing. <laughs> <laughs> e was straight edge in high school for about 20 minutes. Burn. Burn. <laughs> R is really nice, but she had nothing to say except dude. <laughs> <laughs> My ears are still ringing. I have to leave music on at night so that I can get to sleep. I think that if I listen to the ringing, I will go insane. Major kismet. Going through Major some kismet. stuff. I'm still considering what I should go to Heather's Halloween party as. I'm not liking the Marie Osmond idea anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh. That would have been great. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember if that was a joke or not. but Mom's dating a Quaker. <laughs> what? That's, that's it. That was, it? That was that's, that's a very, journal entry. Yeah. Mine. Yeah. Very Pennsylvania. No that's yeah. a thing in Pennsylvania, though. Yeah. I had teachers that were Quaker. Yeah. Yeah. Rock and roll high schools on Channel Twenty Nine. <laughs> Halter top seventies babes and the Ramones. Is there anything else? <laughs> Just the whole idea of a Channel Twenty Nine. Oh, yeah. I know. Think about this. Imagine turning to Al and being like, "Al, let's see what's on Twenty Nine. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> well, back when that meant something, right? Yeah. yeah. That was back when UHF existed. I'm getting worried about my head. It's still ringing like a doorbell. Also, I've been feeling terribly dyslexic. I can barely finish the sentence without making some kind of letter reversal or simple misspelling. You'll find out why my ears are ringing in a minute. Here we go. Two days till Guar. (laughs) (laughs) One, actually, tomorrow night. Rick and the boys are coming in from Penn State. I cannot wait. So I keep mentioning going to see Guar and the Ramones, but I'm kvetching about my ears ringing and can't put two and two together. And I didn't know Guar was around back then. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Forever. They've been around forever. They were really? on Earth from Antarctic ice like several million years ago. That's wow. true. Yeah. I only became aware of them in the mid-90s. Yeah. yeah. Did I mention my head is still ringing and pounding? Guar was last night and ruled. <laughs> <laughs> I saw C there. Lots of body contact and more on that later. And unfortunately, there was no more on that later. (laughs) Spent the day in the burbs with mom. Went to the doctors. The doctor thinks I have a sinus infection. My head is still ringing. I got the steroid spray for $23. I don't even know if it was worth it. My head ringing and the lack of sleep has me in a very irritable mood, especially with Athena. She's so damn loud. (laughs) Her voice pierces right in at the frequency that my ears are really sensitive to since I've been sick. I could rant and rave, but the fact of the matter is, I'm able to realize that it is I who is irritable and not everyone else. Oh, wow. Very awareness. Oh, Thank you. It is the end of daylight savings time, and I will miss it greatly. <laughs> <laughs> Standalone observation. Bad TV written down. Just think about the, the, like at that, that point in your life where you're like, this needs to be documented. Yeah. <laughs> Everything That's a tweet. is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was tweeting before there was Twitter. Mooch to ride home off of O tonight. Tried to get her to give me five bucks too, but it didn't jibe. (laughs) (laughs) I think that was true. She kept telling me how funny I am. That's so annoying. She was doing the thing where it was like she never laughed at what I said. Oh, you're funny. funny." Even though she gave me a ride home. She's pretty adorable though. Played doubles with my racquetball teacher. I think he broke my pinky. He's such a man. I don't think I can stand it. His shorts don't leave much to the imagination. (laughs) Uh, this guy was like such a macho, oh. macho dude. Uh, my head doesn't hurt too bad, but my ears are still ringing. I'm surely going insane. Approximately 2 a.m. Spent the evening bar hopping with Chaz and Stroller. Terribly overrated. Spent our only time really in Murphy's, sucking down a $4.25 pitcher of beer and being elbowed and stuff. <laughs> so to put that in perspective, 
I was complaining about the price of beer being four twenty five <laughs> for a pitcher. So adjusted for inflation, the fact that we never went to bars because they were just all like University of Pennsylvania. You had a friend named you. Stroller. And yeah, that's Chaz. his real name. That is pretty wow. cool. Yeah, that is way cool. This is such a good journal. <laughs> oh, God, <laughs> it's think so. so good. Went to the new Path Market, Grace Ferry Avenue. Big, beautiful, great selection. Lots of nuts, though. <laughs> not, as bad as, <laughs> not as bad as the other ones in town. Stroller and I went on my motorcycle, and we used our helmets as shopping baskets. It was fun. When we checked out, we stood at the end of the little conveyor belt, shoving all the stuff we bought into our pockets. It was beautiful. Is Stroller a girl or a guy? A guy. Why is this journal so serious? Do I see it more of a doc, more, as more of a documentation, not a creative outlet? Well, I look back and say, gosh, I thought I was having a lot more fun than that. <laughs> You had a good time at the market. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. Was you guys went, man. You guys went yeah. shopping. <laughs> so Sturman, I'm, I'm flipping through Sturman Drong, Sturman Drong, and uh, just keep picturing Marie Osmond. <clears throat> yeah, me trust. Yeah. So the Osmond. nuts at the market was that just like the like bulk crazy aisle? people or almonds? Like kooky people. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. I thought it was their selection of yeah, nuts. Yeah, me too. Actually, I immediately was like, "Geez, I spent a lot of nuts at that market." Mostly nuts. That was the market. <laughs> Saw O today. Got lots of oohs and ahs with my motorcycle story. Lots of touches and a wink, too. She wants me. How could she possibly not? <laughs> did, you ever, did, did you ever consummate with O? No, no. We hung out a lot, and it was... Yeah, and we never, we never got busy. Did she ever give you $5? I never did get her to give me cash. Do you, do you know anything of O's current whereabouts? Yes. You do? Yeah. She still lives in Philadelphia. It might be Facebook friends. Band practice is seeming less and less like a hobby and more and more like a second job that doesn't pay anything. Mm. <laughs> but it never will either for seven years. Yeah. I got my wisdom teeth taken out. I didn't trust the doctor because he had wood paneling on the inside of his office. <laughs> <laughs> when he put the anesthesia... Untrustworthy. In, <laughs> when he put the anesthesia into the IV, he asked if I was feeling anything. And I said that all that was happening was my arm was numb. He told me to flex my hand and I said, oh, here we go. And I blacked out. <laughs> <laughs> the next thing I remember was the nurse walking me out to the reception room as I turned to her and said, shh, now that'll just be our little secret, okay? And the nurse nodded. <laughs> I have no independent recollection Wait, of what I told her. There's intravenous <clears throat> drugs for wisdom teeth? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I thought they just inject the shit into your... I had it done uh, under local. I wish I had been knocked out. I was knocked out. I, yeah. had, I had two teeth taken out under local, and that's when I... Because when I had the wisdom teeth done, I said, new way, knock me out. Yeah. I haven't done under, under local. It's You've, horrifying. Yeah, because it's like a very... It, for me, it felt like a violent procedure. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, it is. You feel all the pressure. Here, here's how doctors yeah. take a tooth out of your head. They get a pair of pliers yeah, and they yank on it until it comes out of ah, your head. They yeah. put their foot on your jaw. It was pretty close to that. I know. A and S have been seeing each other for a little bit. She stayed over his house twice and didn't practice safe sex. I'll never understand these kids. <laughs> <laughs> you were an that old man already. Was <laughs> good. Thank, Thank you, you so much. much. But you didn't have cancer, right? It was just the Not- sinus infection and the concert. <laughs> yeah, the sinus infection, going to Guar on the Ramones and standing next to the speakers with no earplugs in, and then living in a house where it was we were we clearly were. It was just carbon monoxide poisoning 24 hours a day. Oh, really? Yeah, every time the heater would go on, everybody would fall asleep. That was the big joke about our house. And Later we went, hey, that probably wasn't good. Do you still have tinnitus? No, not too much. Oh, good. Away. Wow. Do you, Greg? Oh, yeah. Super bad, yeah. My left ear is super bad. Does it bother you? Um, Sometimes. It bothers me that it's led to hearing loss in that ear. That sucks. But I mean, 
if anybody deserves tinnitus, it's me. Like I did everything wrong forever. Mm-hmm. I didn't wear earplugs until I was 30. And I oh, wow. probably went to 60 shows a year in addition to the 50 I played. Mm. So yeah, I deserved it. I actually got really sick is one of the reasons I got tinnitus. I got a really bad infection in my ear, but um, yeah, I have it super... Like if I sit in total sight, if I'm in sensory deprivation, it sounds like I'm next to a train. My mm. left ear. Whoa. Yeah, it's pretty heavy. Wow. But you just yeah, that's the way mine was for years. It's right. It drives you nuts. You do get used to it. Yeah. But I definitely sleep better next to like a fan than I do without any noise for sure. But wow. yeah, I, I am used to it. This is, and I did not plan this, but it's the perfect segue for Ring Video Doorbell. Oh yeah. I know. Could that be more perfect? Perfect. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It could not. Because we're using the word ring. Right, yes. Catch up. It could be a little more perfect. <laughs> it's, but it's like, okay, on a scale of zero to yeah, ten. Yeah, just saying. On a scale of zero to ten of perfection, yeah. where would you put this? Well, perfection implies ten, right? Yes, it does. <laughs> so it's not quite. Six. Right. I'm saying, where, where do you put it? And listen, I appreciate your honesty. I can take it. Yeah, like four. <gasps> really? Five. Whoa. Give it a six. Yeah, the word. The same you word. Use the word ring. Yeah. So, so in that way, it was. Would perfect. it be better if we had been talking about how I wish I had a doorbell where I could? That would be perfect. <laughs> <laughs> that you could see from another place. Yeah, where I could like know who's at my door, whether I'm home oh my or God, not. Perfect with them started through started. my phone. Speaking see, of which, Daniel, there's a home burglary every 13 seconds. Most happen in broad daylight with a burglar ringing your doorbell to make sure you're away before breaking in. Ring Video Doorbell has been proven to stop burglaries before they happen by allowing you to see and speak to anyone approaching your door using your smartphone. Now, Ring is using their advanced motion detection technology to protect your entire property with the Ring of Security Kit. The kit includes a Ring Video Doorbell for the front door and a Ring Stick-Up Cam, the wireless weatherproof weatherproof HD camera to keep an eye on other parts of your property. Ring video doorbell and stick-up cam both install in minutes and working together, they provide 24-7 monitoring of your entire home, whether you're in the living room or thousands of miles away. And also not just the security is a huge thing, but just also the convenience and the ease of not having to do that thing where someone knocks on your door or rings your doorbell and you're like, I'm not expecting anyone. Should I hide? That's what I like to do. I don't know what to do because every time... Every time I decide I'm just going to be a human being, I'm just going to open the door. I'm always like, why did I, I wish I had known who yeah. that was going to be ahead of time? It could be a solicitor. It could be this um, ring video doorbell makes that whole. It's sort of like, uh, remember the days where we just answered our phone without knowing who it was ahead of time? Oh, my word. The dark ages. Yeah, I know. Bring that technology to your front door. For a limited time, my listeners get $50 off the Ring of Security kits, the lowest price anywhere. Go to ring.com slash Allison now. Uh, go to ring.com slash Allison for $50 off. That's ring.com slash Allison. Okay. I say we try these cookies that uh, I have not heard good things about. All right. 
right. Let's do this. I'm afraid of these cookies. Now, these are Swedish fish flavored Oreos. A listener sent them to you, right, Jenna? Correct. Yes. Uh, I did post a review on my Instagram account at Jenna Tries, but I brought them for you guys because I there's like this teeny part of me that feels like Allison might like the Swedish fish Oreo. I like Swedish fish and I like weird stuff. Right. That's where I was going with it. Like you do like sometimes unusual flavors together and you're more open to it than most people. That's right. I don't have preconceived notions of what things should taste like. Do you normally (laughs) do you normally like Swedish fish, Jenna? I do. And I had Swedish fish recently. So I thought, well, maybe I can get on board. Such a weird combination. Can someone remind who at this table likes Swedish fish and who doesn't? Someone had strong feelings. I do not like Swedish fish. Okay. Yeah. I and I like them. Anyone else dislike them? I like them okay. Yeah, I I actually really like them, and that's why we got them in that candy sweepstakes. Oh yes. Oh right. Why would you waste it? Yeah. Well, we were going for a gummy in the candy sweepstakes. They smell very much like Swedish fish. Yeah, it's overpowering Swedish fish. Right. Swedish fish don't smell bad, and these smell like Swedish fish, but these smell bad. Maybe I agree with that. Much gross. Right. (laughs) Just awful. Go, Allison. Okay, I'm going to do it. Daniel, stop putting it up your nose well, and take it. It's bite. such a strong smell. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind Gross. of like. Yeah, I like it. Do you? Do you? Really? I know, yeah. No I way. knew it. <laughs> it's weird and fruity and tart. <laughs> and then chocolatey like at the end. The chocolate's weird, but I don't mind it. <laughs> I knew it. That's awesome. That's I would really definitely awesome. eat these in the middle of the night. <laughs> well, you're you have a full package now. Nibbles approved. <laughs> I don't want even the rest of one. Yeah, yeah they're disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now that I now that now that it's in my body and still the taste in my mouth, I'm feeling less. It tastes like if you ate chocolate and then brushed your teeth immediately afterwards. <laughs> it's not. Yes. I agree with though. It's not as bad yeah, at first, and then it kind of once it settles in a little bit, you go like, "What yes, did I eat?" That's yeah. what. Why does it remind me of brushing my teeth? There's a flavor in there. I don't know. I but hate it mint. Is... is there a mint? No. Flavor no. But it has like an artificial cinnamon or something. Oh, it's like trolium. that cinnamon yeah. toothpaste. <laughs> <Trolium>. Yeah. <laughs> Those are. I'm surprised that those were made? like made and marketed yeah. and sold. I think honestly, I think they were made so people would go, "What? I guess I have to try them because why would they make something gross?" Yeah, I enjoy it when I'm chewing it, but as soon as I swallow it, and then as soon as like I feel like I need to be constantly eating them or not eating them. <laughs> <laughs> it makes yeah. Now it's real chocolatey. Feel, it makes me want to just eat Swedish fish. Yes. I feel like someone at Oreo Central probably is like, you know what I like to do? I like to take Oreos and take Swedish fish. And they're like, and that's how it came to be. Maybe. Because some jackhole does that at home. <laughs> <clears throat> well, if you you're know. listening, people from Oreo, please let us know if that's what happened What's over there at Oreo HQ. <laughs> Get it together. Some dude in the break room was like, you check this shit out. Yeah. I can put some Oreo on my yeah. Oreo yeah. Swedish fish. I did eat the whole thing. Mm. Nice. I've done something no one else at this table. I did. I did. I oh, you did? Oh, I didn't eat the whole thing when I tasted yeah. it. I I'm, ate my other half. I redeposited half of mine in the center of the table. <laughs> uh, th- those are really gross. <laughs> yes. Just, yeah. But thanks gross. to the listener who sent them in. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Still they're not gross. gross. Yeah. There's no fine. reflection on you. Yeah. It is a very unusual choice for cookie. So weird. It'd be I, like if they came up with like Sour Patch Kids Oreos or something. Right. Like, Sour Patch a- Chips Ahoy. Yeah. Like, doesn't work. That that's so horrible. Yeah. Like a milk dud flavored Oreo. That would be interesting. Oh, yeah. Mm. Or a mal- yeah, malted. 
Oh, yeah. Whopper Whoppers. Oreo. Yeah. You know what Ooh, I discovered yes. on Twitter? That would be good. Mm-hmm. A lot of people hate Whoppers. Those what? I never crazy. knew they were a controversial polarizing They're candy. delicious. A I, lot of people uh, hate them. I did not like them growing up. Really? They have like a weird... Oh, the chalky. I can see why people well, wouldn't like the consistency. It wasn't the chalky. It was almost like the, the fake sweet made a weird taste in my mouth. It's huh. almost like I was allergic to it, like a, like a litmus test or something. Really weird. Mm, I love them so much. Yeah. I love litmus tests. Those are <laughs> good. I feel like I just ate a vitamin. <clears throat> yes, like yeah, a chewable yeah, vitamin. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Yeah, 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 it's yeah, got yeah. that weird. That's really good. Medicine-y taste. Yeah, but like artificially flavored medicine for children taste. Yep. You know what it is? Mm-hmm. That flavor works in a gummy because. It, you're eating the gummy and you feel like that's the taste of the gummy and I've already signed on to gummy land. Like, this is already... I'm already in this. <laughs> Two tickets to gummy land, but you don't please. Want, <laughs> but you don't want the gummy in a cookie without gummy involved. Gummy doesn't leave bits of gummy in your mouth, whereas right. there's bits of cookie in my yes. mouth, though. Yeah. <laughs> Two tickets to gummy land. <laughs> that's my favorite song. Was that the name of your band, Greg? It was, yeah. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. Um... Get this, you guys. Follow me on Twitter at Allison Rosen. <laughs> oh Follow the show's Twitter feed at A-R-I-Y-M-B-F. If you like what you're hearing, subscribe. iTunes.com slash Allison Rosen and leave us a nice comment. Click five stars. Maybe we'll read your comment on the show. Uh, Jeff, where should we go for you? You can find me on Facebook and Twitter at Colonel Jeff Fox. Daniel? You can find me at Daniel Quants on Twitter and Instagram and D Quants on the Snappy. Uh, I also want to put a plug in for Jeff's podcast. What? And he's also doing one called Radio Free GOP. Am I allowed to say that? Absolutely. And uh, it's really, of course, like everything Jeff does, it's extremely well produced, but it's actually really a, a good podcast, even if you're a Democrat. It's a very, um, was it Mike Murphy? Mm hmm. Yeah, really interesting guy. Interesting take on what's going on. So I highly recommend it. Was there undeniable kismet when you listened? Undeniable. <laughs> 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 what was it? Overwhelming kismet? Oh, yeah, I some remember. kind of kismet. yeah. As long as it was kismet, it doesn't matter what kind or how much. <laughs> Kismet's kind of an all or nothing thing too. And where do we go for Radio Free GOP? No idea. iTunes.com slash Radio Free GOP. Radio Free has all your subscription links. Excellent. Al, where do we go for you? I am now at the hashtag Al everywhere. Mm. But you still have at Alan Moss. I do, but it's locked and I never tweet from it. It's actually because it's like, it's my feed that has like the news. It's what I do to inform myself. Mm. But the hashtag Al, that's just pure party. Pure party. It's my alter ego. It's just party. Yeah. Jenna? Uh, You can uh, follow me at Jenna Kim Jones, Twitter, Instagram. Instagram also at Jenna Tries. And then check out our podcast if you got an extra extra hour after this one. Sorry Not Sorry with Jenna Kim Jones on iTunes, on my website, jennakimjones.com, everywhere. Hashtag no regrets. I feel a little bit like I poisoned my mouth. <laughs> Not feeling good. Um, Greg, where do we go for you? I'm at Dong Attack. I'm going to ask you a question mm-hmm. that has come in as a just mirror everyone, I think. I don't know if we've ever addressed it. Is it... A bunch of dongs attacking you, or is it an attack to your dong? Like, what do you? This how do you is the argument everybody's having. Yeah, there is words. no answer. It is what you want it to be. What is it for you? <clears throat> it doesn't mean anything for me. When I joined Twitter, it was one of the first things that I thought about when I was coming up with a handle that I knew nobody would have. Were you like, I hope nobody has dong attack? Please, please, please. <laughs> and then you found out that it was available. Kinda, <laughs> yeah, kind of. That's kind of what happened. But, but had it, the two words had the words "dong" and "attack" like been a thing that had popped into your, 
like has dong attack been a thing for you forever? i need to come up with a story for this so that it can stop being a question because <laughs> yeah. i really don't have an answer okay, i really you don't. just like the sound yeah of i just attack. thought it sounded funny but i do know that you know the comedian slash mc donald glover yes mm-hmm. his original twitter handle was oh, don right. glover but he oh. didn't even realize that it was dong lover yeah <laughs> <laughs> i do know that and so i think he changed it um but it doesn't have any. My buddy, I remember e- that. My buddy Eli. <laughs> you would think that uh, yeah, over the years yeah, he would have put yeah, that exactly. one together, though. <laughs> one of my friends is always te- like calling me or texting me. And he's like, "How's it going, Don Gaddick?" <laughs> <laughs> but it really has no significance. I'm sorry. That's okay. It, make it what you want it to mean. Own it. Is that That's Eli? what Beyonce said about the song "Bootylicious." Said mm-hmm. almost the exact. Make really? it what you want it to be. So yes, very Sometimes similar advice. Yeah, yeah, it's a cop out in this instance for sure. <laughs> is that Eli who I've had on the show who is very funny and I can't remember his last name for some reason? Braden. Yes. Yes, Eli Braden. He's funny. I- John Donald Glover. Is that his name? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. He was an RA in my freshman dorm, and all the girls were madly in really? love with him. Madly in love with him. I, myself included, because he like would ride his skateboard around the dorm and then like rap all the time, and all the girls, oh my gosh, he's so amazing. He's also that kind of good looking that even dudes look at, and they're just like, well, you, you won that one. Yeah. Like, you guys talking about Childish Gambino? Yes. Yes. We are. One. We are. Didn't he get his start writing for 30 Rock? Yeah. Or so like he that? was at NYU when I started getting getting his master's in like TV writing or something. And then he got hired on 30 Rock like while I was still in college. Did any of your friends date him or any of the people in the dorm? Uh, Did any of them not date him? <laughs> yeah. No, but he was really good friends with my RA. So he was around all the time. And then he, there was a kid on my floor who was trying to be a rap artist. and Which is not what RA stands for. No. <laughs> but very good. And I don't think they call themselves rap artists. Well... Look at me. I know nothing. Um, <laughs> he is a rapist. <laughs> Uncle Tuba Town. Parks and Rec. Anyway. Uh, anyway, he's he was a rapper. He is a rapper, this friend of mine from college. Anyway, they would do like battles. Oh, and cool. I would watch and go like, I cannot do anything even remotely close to this they in any way, shape, you. or form. And I'd be like, oh, that was my rap. Yeah. Like, my name is Jenna, and I'm here to say that I'm the best <laughs> damn rapper in the USA. <laughs> oh, la, wow, la, you got la, skills la, with the la, Z. La, la. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's uh, take an advice question. Because you asked for some advice from Allison and the gang. Okay, the subject is Mean Girls. Jenna, maybe you can weigh in. Uh-oh. Yes, Steamers an and a clothing store. I need some advice. Um, my name is Esmeralda. It's not really her name. I give them fake names. Ezzy. And I am 20 years old. I'm a huge fan of the show, obviously. Ha-ha. I am currently in college. And, sorry, there's a, this needs to be a closed parenthetical in here. Uh, anyway, I recently got a, jo- <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> jo- got a job at a local boutique. At first, I loved it, but I found out that the other girls I work with are catty and just plain mean. They are rude to the customers, to each other, <clears throat> excuse me, mostly behind their back stuff, and it's made me dread going to work every day. For a while, they delegated me the quote-unquote official steamer, and I was kind of happy to have my own thing, but then I found out it was just because I burned myself a lot and they thought it was funny. What do you think about going to a job every day that you great, where you greatly dislike your coworkers? What do you ever do about mean girls in general? 
It's awful. So she would burn herself a lot, and they're like, let's see her continue to burn herself. Yeah, let's make her have to do this all the time. Well, they I didn't understand awful. what was going on. She steams the clothes. Yes. yes. Yeah. Man, am I dumb. No. I just pictured a coffee shop. I yeah, figured I that that had it. something to do with coffee. I thought yeah. it was some like term for someone at work like, oh, Jeff's the steamer. Like I didn't like understand what that... Now I do. Sorry. <laughs> um, I really... I've never like tamed the mean girls in my life. Uh, I just I I'm overwhelmed and sort of intimidated by them. So I feel like the like my advice would be if you enjoy the job, just ignore these horrible people. <laughs> but I feel like is there some advice there of like how to you know like standing up to them because they're bullies or I don't know. What do you guys think? The best thing to do is go up to them and find someone else and go. Oh, look at her. Look how ugly her dress is, right? <laughs> she doesn't know how to put on her lipstick, huh? Or whatever. That's how girls sound. <laughs> That's one they... thing you hear girls say that a lot. They're like, she doesn't know how to put on her lipstick. <laughs> <laughs> look at her. I don't know. <laughs> hey, Jenna, look yeah. at that girl. She doesn't know how to put on her lipstick. Oh, <laughs> get out of here. Yeah. Why does she have lipstick all over her ears? <laughs> um I kind of want a woman to answer this question. Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> I'm trying to think about what I would do. Um, I think I would, just for me personally, I would probably just ignore them or just be nice to them. I don't know. Actually, I'd probably give them attitude back. I grew up in a high school that was incredibly clicky. And even the church that I grew up in, my congregation, we had like 15 girls that were my age and they were Every single one of them, every single one of them, was like the super popular girl in high school, mm. except for me. And I just kind of like I knew them really well because we grew up together. Um, but I think for me, it's like if they're being mean, I think you have a right to be like, guys, that's kind of rude. Uh, and I would maybe call them out occasionally on it. They're not going to take it well because mean girls are mean. terrible that way, and they will probably. It might fuel their fire to be mean to you, but at the same time, like it's a workplace. So if they're really bad, you could also tell the tell someone. I don't yeah. think it's like a completely terrible thing to do. Um, I don't think that makes you like a tattletale. <laughs> this is a job; it's not high school. Um, but I would say, you know, do your best to ignore them. I do think it's okay if, like, they really go far to remind them that they're adults and they shouldn't act like that. Yeah, I mean, if they're being rude to the customers, no then kidding. again, it's not her job to police them. Yeah, but who's, it, who's she can say to the manager this, yeah. or to somebody, and maybe one of the managers is the mean girl, and in which case, you know, that's trouble too. Right. I also, when I first read it, I was thinking, if you like the job, just ignore these people. But she said that she dreads going to work every day. I know. See, it's, see part of me is like, yeah. just work at a different store. Yeah, yeah. you can get, a, I would get another job. I, I, I and Tell me if I'm wrong here, but... I feel like that dynamic of the Mean Girls is a group thing. So yeah. if you were to isolate, if you were to find an opportunity to work with one of them alone, mm. they're they're not going to be they're Mean Girly one on one. Totally. And then if you can just be nice and and just get along with them one on one, eventually you can break it down. Like they'll stop collectively because it's just there's like, probably one queen bee that's like setting the tone yeah. for, this is how we do it so yeah. if you are interested as a sociological experiment you could do what daniel's saying and try to figure out like who's the ringleader and then try to befriend Pour a slurpee the, on her head it, well I was <laughs> yeah. saying, try to actually individually befriend the and then non- you put a soap bar in a pillowcase <laughs> yes. and you wait until she's that's alone right. 
<laughs> oh wait that's the guy version there's a book queen bees and wannabes mm-hmm. which is what mean girls the movie's based off of it's like an actual sort of not really self-help book but just sort not of like how to deal with this yeah take on girls anyway i loved that book you might want to read it it's fun to read anyway uh but yeah, I think you could, I like that idea of you could befriend the girls individually and help them get to know you a little better and you get to know them a little better. Yeah. A lot of times all this stuff stems from like pretty severe insecurities. Yes. So uh, you could also maybe help them feel better about themselves, but it's also not on you to change them. Right. So if it's just completely unbearable, maybe find somewhere else or decide how you want to deal with it. Yeah, I think the only response is to just be nice back to them until you have the opportunity to get to know them and then they'll just, there won't be anything in it for them because they've gotten to know you. And then you ruin their credit. Yeah, or or get another job. You're also 20. Yeah. Like when you're 20, like, you just just going to work sucks. <laughs> it just it just yeah. Sucks. And if this is just a job job, yeah. This is a this is not your career. Yeah, go find another job. Yeah. Um. Have you guys ever had a situation where you worked with where you hated your coworkers? Let's see, what is the question? Um. What do you do about going to a job every day where you greatly dislike your coworkers? There was a moment in New York where I was working this job where the regime changed, um, and I was sort of left over from the old regime. And all of a sudden, I had this guy breathing down my neck, micromanaging the shit out of me. And he was younger than I was. And I felt I was more qualified. Like, I, if I had been more politic um, or just smart, I think I would have realized, like, I need to kiss this person's ass to save my, my own self. And But instead, I was just like, it just, I was too, it, like, it bothered me. The whole situation bothered me. It felt ridiculous and i and i didn't like having to answer to this person when i previously i didn't have to answer to anyone and i just felt like i don't know but that's but, a that's an employer or that's a boss situation i've had that but where it's a where it's a peer like where it's someone you're working with who isn't but like wait, having I a was, shitty but boss. i was getting to oh, the okay. saddest part of the story so anyway though that's this one for a while and i just all of a sudden felt like i didn't have a job description anymore and so like he could have been like Hey, Allison, today you're going to shovel shit. And I would have been like, well, I was hired to be an editor, but okay, I guess I have to do that because you're telling me. Like, all of a sudden, I felt like I didn't have the right to say no to anything anymore, which is a weird thing. Like, when someone pays you to be their employee, you kind of do have to do whatever they tell you. You just hope that it's within the job that you were hired to do. But so anyway, I just remember one day I was, I was like miserable and I hated going to work every day. So I bought some uh, new pencils because I'm like, that'll cheer me up. How sad is that? That's how sad it was that I'm like, maybe these <laughs> these new desk supplies will keep me going. Were they for a just regular while. yellow pencils? No, they weren't. They uh, they were mechanical pencils. They were sparkly, and they had like a big rubber, um, a big rubber thing where you'd hold an eraser. It. No, no. What's the no, thing on like the other grip. end? A it's grip. Like a, yes. Yeah. Oh. Right. I remember but then, those. It turned out that it like the grip was too squishy, so really it didn't function as a grip. It actually made them hard to use. So even the oh. pencils let me down. Oh man, is this is a man. tragic story. It was Jeez. it was tough. You don't know what I've been through, you guys. <laughs> I hide it. I bottle it up, but it was pretty bad. You're so strong. You're such a strong lady. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I'm a very sensitive person. So if I couldn't get along with my coworkers, it would uh, it, the stuff like that always affects me. Yeah. I had one coworker a long time ago that I really did not like at all. Uh, and then my boss pulled me inside and said, 
she says you're being mean to her, which I was not, but maybe I wasn't being overly lovey-dovey because that's whatever. That's not even my personality anyway. But and so this, my boss said, you need to be nicer to her. And then I said, fine. But deep down in my heart, I just felt like she was a bad person. And then, <laughs> and then she was fired a few months later for doing something really, really terrible. And what? my boss came or do you to, not want it to be? A I thing can't on the say show. it. Yeah. Uh, my boss said, um, "I'm really sorry that I told you to be nicer to her." Oh, how not, how that's it felt that's amazing. Good. Yeah, it felt amazing. That's very yeah. validating. Yeah. You tell had, me off air. I can't have. I will tell you, you off air. Yes. I don't think I've ever had coworkers I didn't get along with. You're really good. Like you're really good at befriending people and getting them on your side because you've had, <laughs> without going into details, unless you want. You've been in situations that are really tough and you've kind of gotten everyone on your side. Yeah, I don't know why that is. I'm, I, I was like that in high school too. Like if there was somebody who for a moment had decided to pick on me or something like that, I could always turn it around. Except for one guy. There's one motherfucker. But he was just a psycho. <laughs> he, he was awful to everybody. But yeah. He 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 was the kind of guy you'd see he'd see you walking down the hall to your class and I if whether you saw him or not and he would just punch you as hard as he could right in the middle of your chest. Jeez, that's a, that's a <laughs> that is so move. awful. Yeah. Yeah. What are you a woman like for no reason? Yeah, <laughs> that's just the kind of anyway. Whatever he got uh, the year after I left high school, he got smashed in the head with a ball peen hammer in the parking lot by a rival gang. <laughs> and oh, everybody was like, word. "Is he dead?" <laughs> oh my <laughs> word, was he? No, I think he just was in a coma. <laughs> the important okay. thing is that we know what type of hammer it was. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's the important That's thing. Because I was just about to be like, don't just say hammer. <laughs> was it a claw hammer? Was it a ball peen? No. Mallet, rubber mallet. Yeah, exactly. That is scary. Ball peen. It really is. Rough hammer to get hit with. Yeah. One of the worst hammers to get hit with is a ball peen. The, did, did probably the, trick. the best one would be that hammer that a doctor uses to check your reflexes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if they still do Those that. Those little rubber yeah. ones? <laughs> that's the best hammer to get hit with. I don't even know if that's the worst considered to be a ever. hammer. Yeah. The best hammer to get hit with is that like squishy one that goes wanka, wanka, wanka when you hit, that a baby uses. <laughs> if you're ever going to get attacked with a hammer, that's for sure the best Except hammer. Except if you're being attacked with that kind of hammer, it, you're being attacked by a clown, and it's just like everything's <laughs> really bad. That's true. Right? Another level it's of horror. Yes. If I were a clown, I would use my, I would rip off my giant shoe oh, and yeah. slap someone with it. Mm-hmm. That'd <laughs> be a good anyone? one. You mean if you were getting attacked, or that would be your shtick if you were a clown? <laughs> if I were a clown prone to violence, I'm just saying. Uh, I'm just thinking clown. if like that's a little redundant. <laughs> <laughs> that's a weak form of violence, though. Like, well, I'm just saying if you're a clown. What what weapons do you have at your disposal? Just regular clown outfit. Seltzer bottle. Hoses, yeah. <laughs> but a also just wagon? like a gun and a knife and stuff. Why couldn't a clown That's have a gun? That's not exact. This is just your standard clown. Yeah. Big C clown. <laughs> I feel like if a, if a, a clown balloon. has a- Unless clowns <laughs> usually... Right, the string. You could... The yes. string the balloons Yeah, on. exactly. You could yeah. have one of those squirting uh, boutonniere things, but mm. fill it with like acid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have pies. Ooh, pies. But pies, everyone. That'd be the, just delicious. The though. pie has like a million spikes in it, so when you oh, smash oh a dude's God, face with a pie, you just put a million really holes in his face. That's not a very good clown. <laughs> <laughs> There's that. Oh, never mind. Clowns are horrible. Listener, well, just hang clowns. in there. Just hang in there. A bucket full of confetti. Find a new job. You know, Paper I was li- kid cuts all over. <laughs> I was yeah. listening to Allison Rosen, who's your new best friend today, and I figured out a bunch of ways a clown could kill someone. <laughs> 
we'll do a public First, you service. have to bake the spikes into the pie. <laughs> it's just like if the pie pan was spiky. Right? Yes, That's yes, what you were going yes. For. No, I'm not. sorry. <laughs> in my, the initial question was, what weapons does a clown have at its disposal? This is, the clown has not hacked Spike anything. Pan. He has to <laughs> throw his giant shoes off and slap someone. Yes, like, yes, Allison, you're shoes, on. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, like if. You can uh, stuff the, your like rubber nose in someone's mouth. Right, the pro- it is a problem because even if. A clown has a gun. If he pulls the trigger, it just says bang. It right. oh, that's, that's a good point. <laughs> With the flower the flower uh, right? So it's not effective as a weapon. Yeah. It's really frustrating for clowns. Yeah. They're very vulnerable. So Al, you think she should get a new job? I think that, I think a few things actually. Oh yeah. Um, he always does. <laughs> number one, if you do report things to your management or around and they retaliate, that is illegal. Oh. You you cannot for most HR policies, mm. you you cannot have retaliation. Wait, who retaliates? Um, Even so, the like, if I, if I if I if I like I find out you're stealing, or I figure out that like, hey, you broke a rule and I report it, and you get disciplined, and then you decide to withhold information from me that makes me screw up in my job. That's a form of retaliation. Is anyone else following? Yes, yes I am no, following. So like, let's yeah. say I'm let's confused. say you and I work together, and you do something wrong, and I tell on you. Yeah, and you get in trouble, and you know it was me, and yes. then you say like, you know what, screw Alan, I'm not going to send him this report that he needs to do his job. Oh, I see. Okay, yeah. And I'm just going to accidentally not send it to him. Yeah. That's a form of retaliation. So, right. from an HR perspective, if if it is a big company, you do have some rights as an employee that you can at least talk about, uh, not threaten or like I'm going to sue you, but just say like, hey, look, we all have to be decent to each other. Mm-hmm. You are also a more attractive employee if you're already employed. And you're trying to, or a candidate, and you're trying to get another job. Oh, like now's the time. So look, use it as motivation. Get there, and every day you'll be re-motivated to find another job, and you'll be more attractive as an employed candidate. That's true. Uh, as opposed to one who quit their previous employment. Right. So uh, that that'd be kind of my motivation. And use this. I had a job in college that I did not care for and didn't like my coworkers, and every day I said like, "Oh, this is why I'm getting a degree." So I can go to a job that I'm really excited about that I can grow in because this one is dead end. Now, what should she, if she is going to look around, what should she give as the reason that she's looking around for her job, for a new uh, job, to the it, new, p- potential new employer? Yeah, I think what you'd want to say Because I work with cunts is not an option. No, it really isn't. And you don't ever want to refer to your previous employment as like, I didn't like the people or I didn't get along with people. Because that just makes you seem like a bad person. Yeah, because they just go like, oh, Every this person's going to be a problem. High maintenance, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and really, you're probably not. So um, what I would just say is like, I'm just looking for something new. You know, I've been in that job for a while. I feel like I mastered it and I'm looking for something else and I, I really want to be a part of a, a new team and learn a new skill. And Just say you know. that you're ready to graduate from Hot Topic to Wet Seal. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's time. Just like I've had, it, I've had it with Hot Topic. I'm ready for Wet Seal. Ready for yeah, the big and wet honestly, seal. at that level, you know, if you're just, if it's just a job to get you through school, it, when they interview you, they're not really going to care. Yeah. They're just going to say, like, look, do I really want to work with you or do I not? Is this and person going to show up? Yeah, you can, can show they, up and am I going to like you? Can they operate the register? Are they good with a steamer? Yes. Exactly. Don't bring up the steamer. Don't, yeah, don't talk about the steamer. <laughs> All right. Uh, if you have a question for us, email us, show at gmail.com. Put advice in the subject line and uh, we will try to help you. And I should remind everyone, or I should have said, um, that we are not professional advice givers. I know you might be fooled, but we're not. This is just an entertainment segment. Don't sue us. Okay, but I am applying for any professional advice giving jobs out there. So mm. 
If you get your degree in professional advice giving, you let me know. Let's do Just Me or Everyone. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me or everyone? And I want to remind people, because sometimes people write in and say, hey, where do I send my Just Me or Everyone's? Send your Just Me or Everyone. Tweet it to A-R-I-Y-N-B-F and then put hashtag JMO, J-M-O-E, in your tweet, and then I will see it. Um, if you leave out the JMO, I'll probably still see it. Just make sure to send it to at A-R-I-Y-M-B-F. Don't, don't send it anywhere else. Okay, Joe says, even a new in-store bit of honey looks dirty before you take off the wrapper. Jenna, you like bit of honey, right? Yeah, I don't. What do you mean? Like the, the packaging looks dirty? Yeah, yeah, they look kind of dingy and dirty. Absolutely. They do look, they look old, old fashioned. 100% I will give you that, Joe. but they are delicious. They're great. And I love them. Don't say bad things about them. In fact, people- I'm going to follow this Joe on Twitter. I want to know more about what he's got to say. Because you approve <laughs> so I much. Because I approve of this JMO. Are you anti bit of honey? Oh, he hates them. He has such an attitude about them. Like they've hurt him <laughs> in some yeah, way. Where does that come from? It's a garbage candy. I don't no, know. No, it's delicious. It is I, so good. I think you know, I got them on Halloween and I hated them. I thought, bit of honey, is, what they don't tell you about bit of honey, also bit of nuts. Yep. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Bit of honey and a bit of nuts. What Probably flavor? very popular at the Pathmarks in Pennsylvania. <laughs> a lot of nuts. What flavor are they? <laughs> I just think of like peanut, basically. They're like yeah, like a nutty honey nut- nougat. Nut- Do they have nougat? A no, little nougaty, it's but it's caramel-y. tougher than a nougat. Yeah. Right, like abazaba texture, right? Like a dried Not out tootsie roll texture. Not quite. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> They're so good, and I stand by it. I love them. Mm. Maybe it's a personality type thing because we have oh, the same yeah, type. Maybe. We're a bit of honey. Just like a really amazing personality mm-hmm. type. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I'm not that into them, but I haven't had them enough. But I, I wasn't wowed when I did have them. I think I you was know who does like them? You? The girl at work that I'm really oh, into. Oh, that redhead? <laughs> the redhead. The fiery with the, redhead. With the coral blouse. Does she really so. like them or does she just say she likes them because you honey, guys are in the honey You know what I like about her? She's everything. enthusiastic She's about everything that I like. <laughs> She's enthusiastic about Why can't me. you be more like fictitious dream redhead? Yeah. I feel like her name is like Wilhelmina. Felicia. Or, yeah, Felicia or Phyllis. Or, oh, yeah. I'm Phyllis. Phyllis. Yeah, I'm into Phyllis. She's 75, uh, but she's Phyllis, great to me. 75-year-old Phyllis also wears bright coral lipstick. Yes. yes. Coral head to toe. Um, Felicia works. But that is... Nastia. I'm just thinking of other names. Is that a real names. name? Yeah. Nastia? Nastia Lucan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Gymnast. Been watching a lot of gymnastics. Yeah. Oh yeah, I feel like that's like a sassy name, though, right? Nastia. She's mm-hmm. not that sassy. All oh, Russian okay, names okay. are sassy. Um, Every Russian name, they're just sassy. <laughs> Boris, <laughs> they're all sassy. Tune Vasarpo. <laughs> what was that? Tamra. Like Tamra. Ugh, Tamras. Man. Wait, what did you say, Al? I was saying like Lutmilla, but that's not really. You know. <laughs> I feel like t- she might be a Tamra, like a Tammy for short. Tammy. Mm. No. What is but she, Brenda? Close. Diane. That's his mom's name. Oh, that's your mom's name. (laughs) (laughs) Donna. Sorry, not Donna. No, it's not Donna. What is her name? I don't know. You tell me. It's your dream. Medazelam. Medazelam. That would be my. That is my dream. (laughs) Well, maybe tonight I'll find out. Carly with an I. Carly. <laughs> you, he loved the Carly once. Like, oh my long, word! I, I am just pushing all. Oh gosh! I, had a, I, I had just had picking all the wrong names. Maybe it's Carla. Maybe it's Chrissy. 
Ooh, Chris well, with a K. Well, you would know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I didn't really get to know her in the dream or know a lot about her. But that is that has been my real life waking open eye fear is that you will meet <laughs> the woman that will will your true love <laughs> will be someone who is like oh my god that's so amazing i you like bit honey i like bit honey oh my god i love the way you do that thing with the spreadsheets or whatever like every <laughs> she appreciates oh my yeah how I every do but she appreciates like every little thing that wives start to take for granted oh, this is what you think of me <laughs> that what? I, that I need a woman who is just like, oh, you're so amazing. Some blink, doting. Blink, blink. Yeah. yeah. Like, well, oh. wouldn't everyone like that? All I'm saying, honey, is that a little bit of enthusiasm wouldn't be the worst thing <laughs> in the world. <laughs> right. <laughs> just a little bit. Like, if I show you a boring ass spreadsheet, which is, of course, all I do. <laughs> just I don't even know if you say, do spreadsheets. You know, find something to like about it. You know, <laughs> I like the font. I don't know. <laughs> I'll try to be more like Carla. Chrissy. Chrissy. Chrissy with a K. With a K. Okay. Um, Leela Rolling Stone says, just mirror everyone, don't really care when people back into parking spots, except when it means they're taking up two spots because they suck at parking. I think this is kind of a follow-up because we've talked before about like the people about what's up with people who back into spaces. I don't really mind seeing someone in a space backwards. I mind someone taking a bunch of time Ugh. to back into a space yes. when they're blocking me. That's the thing that I mind. What about this one? When you're in a parking lot that's crowded and you're behind someone and you're not too far behind them and there's an open spot and they pass it but then they stop. The worst. And now they don't have you enough. You can't go backwards. And they try to, they put on their thing and they're like, hey, I want to back up and you have to back up in order for them to get that spot. In, it's Fuck unacceptable. That. Agreed. You <clears throat> missed your chance. None of you have ever driven a truck before. One day you will drive a truck and you will understand that 95% of the time you have to back into parking spaces. I backed into four parking spaces today in underground lots. What happens if you don't? You can't get out. I mean, you can, but nosing a truck in is way, way, way harder because of how large the turning radius is and backing it out is much harder just because of, especially in underground lots, but because you can't see as well behind you, especially if your truck has a shell on it. So... You're rely- super reliant on your mirrors. And once you get good at backing in, yeah, it takes an extra second, but it makes your life leaving way easier. Way, okay. Way easier. Special dispensation for trucks. My sister backs her minivan in always. I think it's not just trucks. I think mm-hmm. it's minivans. I think probably mm-hmm. even if you have like a really long car, like if you drive an old Cadillac yes. or something like that. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Yeah. It makes it way, way easier to get yourself in and out of lots. Yeah. My, when I was taking driver's ed in high school, I did not appreciate the teacher, the coach who was my driver's ed teacher, and he did not like me either. And so we sort of had this like battle going on and there was this lot that had lines painted on it like you were driving on a normal road, except you weren't, you were on this huge Mm -hmm. parking lot. And so they would put up cones and you'd have to like practice parking and he would stand in a... I don't know, like a little tower, a tower. (laughs) And he had like a megaphone and he would say like, okay, Jenna, I need you to parallel park over Uh. in parking spot seven. You had to like drive over there. And then I 
it was I was new to driving and I would just like, oh, you need me to go over there? And I would just like make a U-turn randomly. And he'd be like, you can't do that in real life. He'd get really mad at me. And I didn't fun. respect him either. And it was just really not a fun experience. And so he was really mad at me. So we there was this really, all the cars were really old and junky in this class. But there was this really, really old, big pickup truck. And he put cones in a figure eight. And he said, your test... I was the only one who had to do this. My test was to do a backwards figure eight in the truck without hitting one cone and I could pass the class. Oh my God. Did you do it? Yes, I did it. Look at you. Yeah, I was nice. so mad. Jody <laughs> Sawyer, everybody. <laughs> but anyway, that that's the only up? time I've ever backed up a truck and maybe it was easier. Maybe he like was giving me an easier test. Ooh. I thought you were going to say you did an F troop and like hit the edge of the tower and it came collapsing. I wanted down. to do that, <laughs> but... You know, did that happen in stripes too? That did happen in stripes. Yeah, Yeah, it happened with uh, Sergeant Holka, I believe, was in the tower as they were fleeing the East German military base. I feel like that trope of hitting a tower that someone's in as it falls over happened a lot in eighties movies. But Mm. yes, Daniel, do you remember when I tried Mm. when I test drove a Lexus? And I tried to back it into a spot. Yes, and you (laughs) smashed into the car, and then we just took off. (laughs) That's it. Didn't happen that fast. Um. The, the, the guy, it was his fault because the guy who worked at the lot was like, why don't you try backing in? Oh, jeez. First of all, car, they're parked. So close. So, it's so tight. Yes. Yeah. So I was test driving this car and the guy was in the car with us and he's like, just try backing into that spot. Like first he's like that spot over there where there was more room. He's like, no, how about this one? And he said to back it in and there was a rear view camera, which I didn't have. And I was looking at the rear view camera and everyone was in the car. And for some reason, and I do not defend my actions, but for some reason I figured if I'm have like, if it's not working, if this is not happening, someone in the car will speak up. No one did. Then I heard a sickening crunch of hitting another car. And then I was, I think I'm like, did that just happen? And it did. All brand new cars. And he was like very not upset at all by it, though. No. Um, he's like, it's fine. Like he really was reassuring. Like it's fine, it's fine. He's like, just come in, you know, come come back into the dealership with me. And then we sat down, and my heart was pounding. He did not have your license either. For some reason, he didn't take your license. Okay, normally right. they do. So we would have had to wait. But in this case. We were right. Normally, you give them your license, but we right. hadn't. So we're sitting at this table, um, waiting for him, and he has to like go deal. With, he's like, "I'll be back in one second. He wants to go deal with some other customer or something, or he, there's something he has to do, and then he's going to come back. And I'm like, "Daniel, we have to leave. We have to leave. We have to leave." <laughs> oh. Because I'm like, right now they have none of our information. If like nothing, this I could do like Daniel. Nothing good is going to come from staying. So we took off. I made us take off because I'm like, all that's going to happen is he's going to come by, take our information, call me a thousand times to see if I want to buy a Lexus. Potentially, I don't know what kind of bad thing could happen from my having hit a car. Let's go, go, go! <laughs> it was a hit and run. Yeah. That is hilarious. Yeah. You guys. I'm, I'm I cannot believe curious. that happened. I would have been just... I was dying. Yes. I was I would have died. Yes. Well, yeah. you did for a while think, what if, you know... He's going to find he's me. He's going to find you somehow. Or I was pretty did. afraid of it. I... Oh, yeah. Jenna, your school actually had cars you drove in driver's, driver's ed. ed. Yeah. Wow, first, you had a nice school. 
yeah, they did driver's ed in the school. It was nice. I could yeah. take it as like a class. We had those simulators where we had those too. Everyone, th- these always baffled me because you'd sit in the simulator. And we're all watching the same screen, so it's not like anything you do is reflected. And then you'd get a score after, and it's like, how do you know how I did? Oh, those were like the worst. I turned right way before, and even though it's going forward, <laughs> I'm over here. How do you know that I was not driving perfectly? You know, like I couldn't figure out the logic of it. Anyway, we did those early morning, and then you had to go practice on the range after you passed the, the simulators. Range. They called it the range. I just remembered. Did yes. anyone else have real cars at their school? We had did real cars, but we drove on real roads. Well, we did that so, after range, oh, so it was like a three-step process. In Illinois, you just go straight to the streets. <laughs> did you, Allison? <laughs> I didn't take driver's ed at my school. I took it privately. I mm. don't remember why. So yeah. we just used the we had student cars, and you never drove them alone or anything. Um, and I just want to say, just just to add to the story before, it's not like I totaled a, a car. It was just a scratch. There's just, just one car on top of the other, just <laughs> yeah. completely. It was more than a scratch. Was I think it? You, yeah, I think there was some mangling. A dent. There was a there was some damage. They're insured. It's fine. Yeah, he told you to back it, it up. Yeah. It he, was his fault. He totally. actually, I don't think he was fine. He was just. He didn't care. He Maybe this happens frequently. Well, yeah. he did that thing where yeah. he's like, right, exactly. He, he did that thing where he was like, um, no, no, it's it's okay, it's fine. No, no, it. it it's fine. We'll be it's all like, right. Who can I blame this on yeah. later? Yeah, he like he still wanted to sell you a car. Right, that's what it was. He still wanted to sell me a car. Yeah, he, he, the the end game for him was this is going to help me sell yeah. a car yeah. to her. And when and you're was, like, can you knock 500? He's like, yeah, totally. No, let me think about when the time you hit that car. Right. But what and, he didn't uh, count on was that you are very fleet of foot <laughs> when... Uh, We've got to go. We've got to go. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Usually, I don't act in the moment and I regret it. That time I, I acted in the moment. No kidding. <laughs> We've oh. got to go. Okay. Brea Heff says, when I get a message from an acquaintance, I get a lot of anxiety thinking they want something from me or have horrible news. Yeah. Mm. Imagine if it's like someone you haven't heard from in a while and you see that they have contacted you. Only family. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so I know what anymore she means. it's like, oh, who died? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Boinkity says, I don't like TV commercials for scary movies. I don't have kids, but if I did, there would be some therapy sessions for sure. Yes, scary movie commercials are horribly frightening. You I like them, them, Jenna? I love, no, I, I just love scary movies so much. And the, just the thrill of the scary movie preview. We send, I, my family, we send them to each other like, watch this one. It's so awful. Yeah. Mm-mm. I think as a kid, the trailers would be just as terrifying to me because I don't think I ever, I, it, it, I was way older when I actually saw one, but the sound of them or the idea of them was enough to give yeah. me nightmares. So I don't mm, think no. the trailer. Um, yeah. What was the last scary movie you saw, Jenna? Uh, it's been a while. Probably The Visit. The Visit was the last like good one that I saw. Yeah. My niece, she just turned 12 and she is like all about the scary movies. So this summer, my sister who hates scary movies was like, okay, let's let her watch some. And at first my sister was like, let's watch Watcher in the Woods. And all of us were like, that's not a scary movie. That I mean, but it is kind of a scary movie. But it's just not. It's like a Disney kid scary movie. I could probably handle that one. You could. (laughs) And so we ended up showing her The Visit, which was 
pretty awful. M. Night Shyamalan. And then I think she ended up watching a few other sort of older ones. But there's a new one coming out called Split that just looks awful. So scary. What is it? Just about like a person with multiple personalities. And it's just. Did you you and Al see It Follows? No. When, When did that come out? Last year. Mm. No, we didn't see it. Did you see the Babadook? Yes, yes. not scary, dumb, lame, lame. Yeah. Yes. What's your favorite kind of horror movie? Uh, Insidious is pretty bad. I loved that movie. That's I where, like, like ghosts. Like I ghosts. like thriller. Well, I like yeah, and Insidious. They go like into a dream realm and something oh. like, possesses your body. It's really scary. Anyway, anyway, I don't want to get <laughs> into it. Insidious was awesome. The second They're one was really just okay. Yeah. I haven't seen the third one. Have you guys seen Witch? Mm, that sounds like something I may have oh. seen. It just came out oh, maybe no, no, six no. or seven. Oh, no, that no, movie no. scared the shit out of me. I heard me. that one was good. <gasps> that movie scared the shit. Oh, that movie is, it's not even that it's it's so creepy. Yeah, you should put really that on well. your to see list. Okay. Now, when I you will. say scared the shit out of you, do you mean you were scared while you watched it or like you were um, psychologically scarred afterwards? <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I was scared when I watched it, but I did think about it for a while afterwards. That's, and, and felt yeah. scared. That's yeah. a truly scary it's movie. Really, it's like a bone chilling movie. Yeah. It's also like... Is it I, real or is it like completely great? Are there... Well, I mean, not it's called real. Witch. I mean, like, are there elements of it that feel real? That's what a true yes. scary movie to me taps into something that feels there so real. major elements of it that feel real. I really like horror movies that don't necessarily announce themselves as horror movies. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I found like E.T. E. Yes, like E.T. <laughs> that's why I found It Follows to be really scary. I'm going to go look up both of these. Because It Follows is like, seems like it's just about normal teenagers and then it gets really, there, really dark. There's a Japanese yes. horror movie and I'm blanking on the name of it that starts out... The and, Gift. Are you thinking no, of The Gift? It, no. And it starts out like it's a romantic comedy about this kind of older guy and he lost his wife and now he wants to find a new woman and his friend cooks up an idea to, we're going to... F- pretend to cast a movie and we're going to f- get all these actresses in here and you can and then if you like a, a girl then you can ask her out on a date and it's like kind of funny and then about halfway through it he starts dating this girl and she turns the out audition. Be, the audition it's called the audition yeah mm-hmm. it's called and the audition. then she and the last psycho. half an hour of it is like it's fucking insane unwatchable yes it's, it's unwatchable it, but like so it takes such a horrific <laughs> yeah, crazy it, turn I, I advise actually against watching the uh, the audition because the last 30 minutes of it is so disturbing it is so dis- that movie's so disturbing <laughs> disturbing is coming. my least favorite yeah. like yeah. just gore i don't like those no no no, no, no. Yeah. we saw 10 cloverfield lane that was kind of like eh, whatever it was scary in the moment but i like that of, movie actually. i liked the it okay one, yeah. yeah well now we have a problem <laughs> because now i'm so tempted to it's like my brain needs to know what the disturbing thing in the audition is that I'm going to go look it up after the show, but I'm not going to I won't because tell my you new what thing is, is I don't Google scary things. I won't, I won't tell you yeah, what it, it is, but I will tell you that the girl that he picks turns out to be psycho. Not somebody that you want to hang out with. Yeah, and the way they present it is really chilling. Is she a special kind of psycho? I'm so intrigued. Psycho. She's... I don't know. It, oh, I don't know if it's explained. It's very clinical. It. The last half an hour of the movie is very clinical. Yeah. It, it's not presented to you like a horror movie. It's just presented to you like something that happens. <gasps> yeah, that's even better. Yeah, it's really that's even it's better. She, tor- she sort of she tortures him. And okay, it's, so it involves torture. Yeah, okay. it's macabre. Yeah, <laughs> I personally I like the movies. Like I don't mind ghost movies. 
stories with the paranormal things because I do think some of that can be sort of real and it gets it does get in my head a little bit but I really think like the thrillers with the crazy people and things like that like when people just like I don't know that kind of scary is really intense like Cape Fear when I saw that movie I was like oh my goodness this is so insane so did you think The Shining was scary I did I did at times it spooks me a little bit but I don't I don't like think about because it, it was too. It was almost too. That's an interesting one to me because it's considered a horror movie, and right. there are th- things about it that are horror. Right. But it's the horror. It, it's, it's more just too disturbing. mystical too yeah. for me. Yeah, and it's like it's it gets under your skin, but it right. isn't. You know, it's sort of s- silly in some yeah, ways. Yeah, exactly. I feel scared just sitting here now. Like I have to look over my shoulder. And now I'm afraid to go to the bathroom later. Oh, no. But Sam's all the way in our bedroom. She's, she's brave. She's totally fine. She's, she's not even scared. Yeah. This is nervous. <laughs> I get it's so weird how easily I get creeped out and I get the heebie-jeebies. See, I enjoy it, though. I like, ooh, it's so fun to get scared. And I like Ugh. the feeling of like, I'm so freaked out. This is so horrible. That is, I'm totally it. the opposite. I'm with Allison on this one. I, when I get freaked out, I just go, oh, I, I liked what, it, what I was feeling before. Yes. <laughs> like, remember I want this to go. Yes. Remember yeah. when I had peace I'm, of mind? How do I get that back? Yeah. My right. two oldest siblings despise scary movies. Absolutely hate them. My older sister and my older brother. And we watched uh, one with my older brother. And the whole time, he just like talks incessantly out loud because he's trying to like, it's not scary. <laughs> Guys, yeah. this yes. is the best time having so much fun, and it's yeah. it makes it even better because he can't not talk. He is like, it's, I have to keep talking, or I'm gonna freak out. I can't die if I'm talking. <laughs> I have I, to remind myself, I have to like imagine the words on the script and remind myself of someone yelling, Cut. Even there was, and I won't say what it is, but there was a really gross scene in Mr. Robot that came out of nowhere the other night. <laughs> And I was like, I felt all creeped out afterwards, and I had to like think about how they actually did it and how fake it was. And I have a theory because Jeff, you, Allison, and myself, we're the same about this. Mm-hmm. And um, I wonder, Jenna, it's like I think that if <sighs> I feel like this theory is going to be insulting to people. <laughs> no, no, it's not, not insulting you, not you, at yeah. all. Not insulting okay. at all to anybody. It's more just how much do I want to reveal? Um, I think let's just. For me, it's like there was a lot of uh, chaos in my family. And so the reason that I didn't enjoy that feeling you're talking about, Jenna, is because the world was already a very insecure and scary place. And so if I watched a horror movie, it wasn't fiction. It was like suddenly now that it was like someone just put everything into a, a much greater focus. And when I, when you go outside, like there is violence in the world and there is that threat. And I didn't want to feel that, you know, mm-hmm. but if, if, if that didn't exist in your family and your life, you might be like, Hey, this is more, it might be more fun, but I've, I don't know, but it's I've, just a theory, but I've heard it explained that people like, People that like scary movies have a lot of anxiety in their life and that the mm. for the, for people with a lot of anxiety being scared in a haunted house or a movie, it actually it's a release. Cal- it, it, yeah, it's a release. It's like they can sort of focus their anxiety on one thing instead of it being huh. Uh, I would say that right? rings much that more true to me. Because I would say my growing up life was in very chaotic. Yeah, it was. Okay. Yeah. And I would say that even like I've just even yeah, family experiences in the last five years have been like whoa crazy so for me i do have a lot of anxiety anxiety. a lot 
And I I hate haunted houses and I hate roller coasters. Really? And I hate that kind of thing. I get so scared because to me, that's chaos. Hmm. Like being out of control. and But to scary movies like contained, scary, that lasts for two hours, that's super fun, and then I move on. And it doesn't linger with you? Not usually. Mm-mm. And if it does, I go like, oh, whatever, it's fake. That's what doesn't happen for me. No. It, it, it's like, I'm like oh, I can great. watch. Now there's a new thing I got to think about. Right. All the time. I can be watch the of... movie and be like, okay, whatever. It had like, it was a movie. And then as the hours go by, you it becomes scarier. It. Yeah. Yeah. It, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. You don't like roller coasters? Hate them. Absolutely. All I of get them, like, like crazy, scared, anxiety. Like I'm out of control. Hate them. Even yeah. like little dorky ones, like I have Thunder to like, Mountain or something. I have to like man? hype myself up for those, and I can do them, and I will go on them. But I still, yeah, we do the cars ride, you know. <laughs> so only really edgy stuff. Yeah. No, I can. I've done a few roller coasters, like Space Mountain, and all those I can handle. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, like, keep it, her away from like the emergency pull cord. That stops <laughs> yeah, that is ride. so true. And Six Flags, like any of those loop de loop crazy ones, forget it. That is just to me. That is just walking out of control into chaos. I like roller coasters if I trust that they're safe. Like I wouldn't. I don't want to go on one at a fair or something mm, where I feel like yeah. it hasn't been tested. But like if it's um, like Disneyland or Knott's Berry Farm or something like even some of the Magic Mountain ones I'm not into though. Mm-hmm. But um, okay, let's see. Uh, Megan says so many dog poops on the lawn, yet just one has a hundred flies on it. Have to think what makes that one so special. Mm-hmm. I never really thought about that, but yeah, I don't. I wonder what why why they choose one. What's going Freshness, on in there? Maybe. Perhaps. Yeah, like this one's too fresh. Maybe it's just more like flies are like I don't want to be on a piece of poop that doesn't have other flies on it. Oh right, (laughs) they're followers. Yeah. Or maybe they're like, we're done with that piece. Let's go to this. (laughs) What's the empty restaurant thing? You don't want to eat in a restaurant that's right. You're probably right. Um, Duff Boy says, whenever my cat chooses the comfort of a nearby seat instead of my side of the bed, my heart breaks a little. Mm. Cat owners, no. Uh, no, I don't have that. No, I don't have that. I do prefer to be snuggled, but I'm fine either way. <laughs> and lastly, Jamos for Aros says, my toilet is always clean or filthy. Never notice it getting gross. Yeah, I don't think I'm ever like, it's on its way to being gross. It's always like, oh, totally. oh, how, yuck, or it's clean. Mm-hmm. Agreed. It's a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Greg, toilet thoughts? Yeah, I have a lot of them. <laughs> Oh, in relation to this thing? Yeah. No, I notice when it's getting dirty. I don't let my toilet get dirty. To- to- dirty toilets are kind of gross, actually. They are gross, but I think the thing here that we're saying is you don't even, you, you let it get dirty, but you didn't, re- it's just all of a sudden it's dirty. It's I, almost like you can live with it, live with it, live with it, and then suddenly you're like, no, right. I can never go to the bathroom in this until yeah. I clean it. I agree with Greg. Uh, t- dirty toilets are gross. Yeah. <laughs> Let's all agree with that. Just me or everyone. Dirty toilets are disgusting. They are. They're fucking gross. Yeah, they're gross. I agree. It's not, yeah. not just you. Yes, please. <laughs> Dirty toilets. Yes, please. <laughs> you guys, thank you so much for being on the show. Listeners, thank you for listening. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Alice and Rosen show? 